You're listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn, where you'll find uplifting and practical advice for everyday living, creative inspiration for do-it-yourself projects, and recommendations for books and resources that will encourage you to embrace your life repurposed. I'm your host, Michelle Rayburn. Hello, is anyone there? This is episode number 30. Today I'm going to be talking about how love isn't just one day of the year. And if you're listening to this, it's airing the day before Valentine's Day. So why not talk about love? Because everybody does, right? I want to talk a little bit about gift giving and expectations and love. And I'm going to tie it all together. Gift giving is not my love language. My husband's really grateful for that because he doesn't really have to buy me gifts because I don't expect them. And it isn't my husband's either. Lord knows it is not his. Um, He's tried. And, you know, once you try and you realize it's just not your thing, you shouldn't keep trying. Because I know I'm going to, you can send me mail if you want to. Uh, But really, if it's not your thing and you have to work really hard at it, and it's so frustrating because you just can't get the right thing, it's, it's just not worth it to me. So if you've been struggling through giving gifts to somebody else who's a significant other in your life and you just need permission to let it go, talk about it together and then agree that you can let it go if you need to. Valentine's Day used to be a really stressful day for us, among others, but expectations for Valentine's Day were one of the things that could cause a lot of conflict, and thus it overruled the entire point of the holiday. So, um... I thought that because it's what husbands do, I should receive a gift. And he thought because that's what he does, he should, you know, you get it. So he would go out and either buy flowers or chocolate or find something and I would do the same for him. And after a while, it was just really difficult for him because he worked in a place where it was hard for him to buy gifts. Actually, for a long time, he worked on a cranberry marsh in the middle of nowhere. And so he couldn't just go to the flower shop or the store on the way home from work because on the way home from work meant driving up a gravel road a mile and he was home. So that just wasn't possible. He would have had to plan ahead and he's not really a planner either. And I'm totally not bashing him when I'm telling you this. We had um, some talks about it. And this is the reality of our life. It is not his thing and it didn't matter to me so we could let it go. Now, if it had been a little different, here's a scenario that you need to consider. If it had been my love language and he isn't a great gift buyer and it frustrates him, then there's a different dynamic and we'd have had to work through that because if gifts really were speaking to me, we'd have to figure out like how could this work. So In our case, it just so happens it doesn't matter because for me, quality time is way more important to me. And he could do that without having to go to the store. And for him, it just let him off the hook to not have to go out and try to find something in the right size, in the right color, uh, something that one-upped last year was just as cool as what his buddy did for his wife, all that kind of stuff. So we gave up on those expectations. And then we moved into me buying my own gifts, which is kind of silly because that's otherwise known as going shopping and then calling it good. So it's kind of like, hey, honey, I bought myself some new fancy fashion boots and a sweater, okay? (laughs) And he'll be like, it works for me. Uh, Then we just let it go all together because we've been married 30 years now. After a while, you realize that um, some of that stuff is not as important as I once thought it was. So holidays such as Valentine's Day can be fantastic, but they can also be discouraging because there's so much hype that goes along with it. 
So here are a couple of scenarios that I think could make it a really frustrating day and why maybe you want to just overlook it altogether. If you have no relationship, it's just a sappy, irritating day. If you're not in a relationship with a significant other, you're not married, um, it's just another day. And you can try Galentine's and all those other things, but for some people, that just doesn't do it. It's just an annoying day. And that's okay. You don't have to love Valentine's Day just because it's the love holiday. You don't have to. Here's another scenario. If your partner is a jerk 364 days a year, and once a year, he, I guess I could say she, I talk mostly to the girls, if once a year he feels that he needs to buy flowers and be super sweet and go out for dinner. It seems so like ingenuine, right? I mean, really don't do anything is my opinion. What I would say to somebody else, like don't do anything one day a year if you can't do it the rest of the year. So that's another thing that frustrates some people with Valentine's Day. Some people are so in love with Valentine's Day, but their partner is not. So there's like this imbalance of I don't care, you care, now what do we do? And then um, for other people, it's a difficult day because you've lost the love of your life. And it's a painful reminder of the loss and you're alone. And, and I have not gone through that. And so I cannot say I know what it's like to be in your shoes, but I understand why it would be a painful day and why you wouldn't really care about Valentine's Day. Um, it could be that you just went through a breakup. There are all kinds of reasons for why Valentine's Day might be a discouraging day. And then for some people, it's a wonderful day and you love it and you love all the things. And that's okay too. I'm totally not criticizing you if you love holidays such as Valentine's Day. So the holiday to me can be a comparison trap though. When you look at what someone else does to celebrate and then you compare it with what you do. And I think uh, the problem is that it leans in the direction of making women happy this holiday and it could be really difficult for men so there are a lot of struggles that i think can go along with a holiday like this it can be an opportunity to try to one-up each other or top what you did last year and after 30 years we would be totally broke if we were trying to one-up what we did the year before so my husband and i have learned from too many years of expectations and letdowns that gift giving is out of an obligation dictated by the calendar. And we've realized that that isn't what has kept us together. What has kept us together is that my husband happens to treat me with the same genuine love every day of the year. And no, he does not buy me flowers every day of the year. And he doesn't bring me chocolate. And he doesn't write me cards. And he doesn't write me love notes. No, uh, sometimes, yes, sometimes he writes the silliest love notes. But receiving his kindness and thoughtfulness 364 days of the year is far more valuable to me than a bouquet or a box of chocolates. And in the end, our checkbook looks a lot healthier too. So that's where we've landed. I know there are a lot of skeptics out there who, uh, if you're listening and you say, let's say a guy is listening and he hears me say, I don't want gifts. Don't buy me gifts. There are some skeptics out there who will say, uh, no, there's no woman who doesn't want a gift. I, I met a man who once said that to me. Okay, I do like getting gifts sometimes, okay? But um, 
I like thoughtful gifts and I don't like gifts to be something where the other person feels forced to get them for me. So the best gift I personally think I could ever receive isn't found in a store. Here are some of the things that my husband does for me that I think are a gift. One, it's the respectful way that my husband treats me. That is a gift. He's always kind to me, even when he's upset and even when you know, yes, he can be a jerk sometimes, but he just doesn't do jerky things when he's, you know, I don't know how to explain it. He's just a nice guy. That's what it is. That's a gift to me. Another thing is in the little things that he does for me that tells me that he cares, like if I leave my laundry all over the bed and he can't go to sleep, he will fold it even though I know he doesn't want to fold my clothes. Um, it's turning on my electric blanket for me before bedtime so that the room is nice and toasty. Sometimes he tosses a Hershey's Kiss across the room to me from his lazy boy, and he knows that I appreciate it when he shares his chocolate. So those are just some ideas of how I think love can be 365 days a year instead of just one day a year. So let's talk about what had to change in my husband and I to get us to this point where expectations have changed. First, we both had to realize that love doesn't occur only once a year and love isn't things. So we had to have a really healthy perspective on what love is before we could have the perspective we do on holidays such as Valentine's Day. The other thing we had to do was to release expectations in exchange for what works for us. Just because society says this is what we do or because we expect that this is a gift giving holiday or I mean other holidays are included in this as well. We had to get to a place where we could just release those expectations. I'd like you to think about this in terms of any expectations that you have in relationships, whether you're married or not. We get stuck if we can't let go of unrealistic expectations. So if you're dating somebody and you have high expectations and they're not fulfilling them, it's time to talk about what those are and why you have them and whether those are non-negotiable or whether those are just there and something that maybe it's time to set aside for the sake of having a really genuine relationship. Another thing that my husband and I had to do was to accept that for some people, Valentine's Day is a big deal and it can stay that way. The real issue is when expectations cause conflict. If there's no conflict, then no big deal. But if there's conflict, then that's when it's time to talk about whether this is really something we need to continue doing. Another one that we've talked about and learned is that Valentine's Day should be just another opportunity to show someone we love them, not the only one per year. We've realized we didn't need to force it on February 14 if it wasn't for us. It was just another opportunity. Another thing we realized about ourselves is that we hate crowds that are out on Valentine's Day. So the idea of eating out does not appeal to me at all. I would rather stay home and make something really simple than to go out and have to battle the crowds. If we do decide to celebrate Valentine's Day in some way, it doesn't ruin the surprise for us to talk about it and plan something. I feel like one of the biggest expectation problems is when there's this element of surprise that's wrapped up in the expectation. And so we think that person's going to plan something super perfect. Like we want them to give us the treasure hunt that leads us to the jewelry that's hidden somewhere inside of a rose in a box of chocolates or something like that. 
or plan the perfect outing or surprise us and take us to the Bahamas. Okay, all these things. The element of surprise is what I think leads to the greatest disappointment. I would rather personally just talk about it and make plans so that we know what the expectations are. And if there's an element of surprise included, we know that whatever it is, it's going to be okay because we don't expect it to be any particular thing. Valentine's Day is actually representative of some of the other holidays that can lead to conflict or disappointment if the expectations don't line up with reality. I don't think it's just this one. I think Mother's Day is one like this as well. Uh, Anniversaries, Christmas, birthdays. Guess what? I don't really care if I get gifts for those either. Again, I like the kindness. I like the quality time. It's my personality. But if gifts are involved... Uh, I just think it's important to talk about the expectations for those because I don't want occasions to feel like a pass-fail test for our love. So my expectations, I don't want those to be um, set up so high that my husband has to pass or fail this test to prove he loves me. So when it comes to Mother's Day, if I if he does something nice or he buys me a hanging plant at the uh, greenhouse, whatever, that's fine. But it is not something that is like a test for him to prove how much he loves me. So as we wrap this up, I want you to think about not only Valentine's Day, but other holidays and your significant other. And just think about, is there anything we need to get out in the open and have a conversation about? Because it's been a sore spot for a while and we need to work through it. I would love for you to experience 365 days a year of kindness and love that doesn't have to be commercialized. It doesn't have to be flowers and chocolate and diamonds. It can be just kind little things. So I encourage you to look at your own relationships and see where you could make a little change that would make you both a lot happier. For resources time, I wanted to share a couple of articles from Country Living magazine because I I found some that had fun ways to celebrate holidays, including Valentine's Day, all year long. And they were cute little things that you can do together. So you will find links to both of these Country Living articles at michellerayburn.com slash 30. Those are the show notes where I just include the links. And it's really easy for you if you're a listener to hop on the episode and just scroll through the the notes I've written out that summarize this content and you'll see those links there. So if you plan to do your Valentine's or birthday or Mother's Day or whatever the traditional way, um, that's great. But if you're looking for something that's different, if you're listening to this the day before, you still have some time to plan. And I'm totally stealing some of these ideas for date nights because I think they're really cost effective. So I'm only going to tell you a couple here and then the rest will be in the link in the article. One was to have a waffle bar night. Waffles are so easy to make and I'm gluten-free and we can even make a gluten-free one and a regular one and put some fun stuff on there and and just make it a fun little meal. So I think that was awesome. One was go for a drive. That doesn't really cost anything but a little bit of gas. Uh, Have your own wine and chocolate tasting night. Just pick up a few things at the store and then set up your own write love letters to each other. Uh, That was something we did when I was in college because I was in college before the internet was a thing, just for the record. So we had to actually talk on the phone and write love letters. So that'd be fun to go back to. A treasure hunt eh, with no expectations, but just something simple and fun. 
those sounded really fun. Um, also from that article, uh, there's a link to some questions that make for good date night conversation. So I'm going to include the link to that too, because um, sometimes it's fun to have just someone else tell you what you should talk about on your date. Now, are you single on Valentine's Day? There is another Country Living article for you for some fun things that you can do to celebrate you and your singleness and just enjoy life and maybe some, um, just some creative inspiration. So one was go to the movies. I, I think, um, I don't think I've ever gone to the movies by myself, but I would definitely do that because I like to watch movies and I don't love to I mean, I don't talk during the movie, so I would enjoy that. Uh, take a class. There were some ideas for classes listed, including pottery and painting. Um, so there you get to be with some other people, but also just have a fun night out. Go to the spa. Read a book at a coffee shop. That one really appealed to me because I often go to the coffee shop to get some work done. And I think it would be really fun to just go to do something relaxing and not be there because I care about the fact that they have Wi-Fi. So there's a link to that one at michellerayburn.com slash 30 with other ideas. Uh, whatever it is, I encourage you to embrace the idea that there's not just one day of the year dedicated for love. It is something that is meant to be part of our lives 365 days a year. It is not just something for people who are married. Love is the central theme of our life, especially if you're a fo follower of Jesus Christ. Uh, he tells us that there are two commands we have, love God and love people. And loving people involves spending time with people and hanging out with them. And I think it involves cutting all strings on expectations and just enjoying those relationships. So thanks for hanging out with me and I will see you next week. You've been listening to Life Repurposed with Michelle Rayburn. Check out tips, resources, and inspiration at michellerayburn.com. I'd love it if you would subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. I'd also love it if you would like, review, and share the information about this podcast with your friends. Thank you so much for listening.